Welcome, everybody. I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the Coffee Already. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. And today is episode six, and we are talking about the movie The Holiday. The holiday. The holiday. I know. I think I'm more excited about this than you are. Yeah. <laughs> Unless your feelings have changed. <laughs> um. Okay. So I. <laughs> so just for those of you out there, this was not my favorite movie. Um, I've only seen this movie once, and again, it was because Christian made me. <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> um. So I mean, it's not that it's a terrible movie. It's just. I don't know. It's just not one of my favorites. And I'll explain a little bit more as we like kind of go on because there's for sure a reason why, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, I was talking it over with Travis last night and kind of was telling him a a little about why it wasn't my favorite movie. But anyways, it wasn't as bad as I remember. I will say that. So well at least you got that going for you. It did have its cute moments and it's like, oh, that was sweet, you know, yeah, thing or whatever. But anyway, we'll talk more. Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, this is fun. This is gonna be a good day. We'll get into um, it. <laughs> so, the holiday is rated PG 13. It was released in 2006, and this is our official very first female directed film. And it was written mm-hmm. and directed by Nancy Myers. And Nancy Myers also directed and wrote It's Complicated, Something's Gotta Give, and The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. Mm, I love this uh, Something's Gotta Give movie. I haven't seen It's Complicated or Something's Gotta Give. I haven't seen either one of those. I like those. Yeah. I'll have to watch them sometime. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and then <laughs> what I found actually really kind of cool is this movie was composed by Hans Zimmer and yes. most of you would know he is the composer for Pirates of the Caribbean, Gladiator, Inception, King Arthur, Saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down and that is just a few of his total 221 <laughs> current credits as a composer as of like yesterday when I checked. Wow. So yeah this man uh, he knows he's right up there with um, John Williams for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they're they're the two peas in a pod, in my opinion, when it comes to composing. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, he does some great things. I know when I saw that and the credit, um, I, you know, I looked at my husband and I was like, oh, I love his stuff. I was like, it's so good. <laughs> it was a little surprising to see him compose something like this. I mean, it's just right. I mean, they talk a lot about composing like movie scores in this movie, and we'll mm-hmm. get more into that too. Um, but I still found it kind of odd, not odd, but surprising that mm-hmm. he would compose for a rom-com. Right. Cause it's not like an action packed. You don't have a lot of, you know, it's right. not a drama. I mean, it kind of is, but it isn't like in the sense of, you know, you need all this, you know, like it's, music. you know what it is? <laughs> it's contemporary. It's very contemporary film. Yeah. As opposed to things like the Pirates of the Caribbean or Gladiator, things like right. that. And so <laughs> it's this very contemporary, upbeat kind of film. And it's just you don't put those two and two together very often. Right. So. Right. Yep. I agree. All right. And I guess suppose we should talk about our cast or leading cast here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
starring Cameron Diaz as Amanda, and we know her from There's Something About Mary, Charlie's Angels, and Shrek. I totally forgot she did Shrek, by the way. I was like, <laughs> right? I'm like oh, that's right. That's her. <laughs> um, Kate Winslet plays Iris. Uh, she's also most obviously Titanic. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Have you ever seen that one? That one's good. Um, it's really weird, but it's good. I have, but I, I think, again, it, I've only seen it like once. It's an odd one. But it's got it in Revolutionary Road, which she also did that with Leonardo DiCaprio. So it was her. Oh, um, Jude Law played Graham, and he's was we saw him most recently in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. He's in Fantastic Beast, The Crimes of Grindle Grindelwald, where he plays a young Albus Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And he's in the movie Closer, which I believe we are doing in February, correct? Yes, we are. Awesome. And then Jack Black plays, plays Miles, and he's in School of Rock, Jumanji, and Jumanji the Next Level, which I love both of those, by the way. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I good. love all those movies. <laughs> uh, Kung Fu Panda, and he's got his band called Tenacious D. Yep. And then Eli Walsh, uh, he played Art. He played Arthur, the older man. He mm-hmm. passed away in 2014 at the age of 98. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when he started this film, when they started shooting, it was a month after his 90th birthday. Wow. Uh, so he was in the original Magnificent Seven, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And he played uh-huh. Mr. Freeze in the 1960s Batman series. Huh, that's amazing. Among a lot of other things. This man's been in Hollywood for a long time. Or he was in Hollywood for a long time. Right. Um, Edward Burns played Ethan. And he was in 27 Dresses and Saving Private Ryan. He's done a few other things, mm-hmm. but those are the two big ones. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we have Rufus Sewell, who played Jasper, and he mm-hmm. was in A Knight's Tale, Tristan and Isolde, and The Man in a High Castle. Oh my gosh, I forgot he was in A Knight's Tale. I did too. I was like, that's, wow. I always think of him in that one. That's the big one. For me, it was Tristan and Isolde. I was like, oh my God, that's oh, right. That was that. Yeah. Wow. I know. Yeah. I did not like his character in this movie. Oh, he's I mean, awful. I know he's not meant he's, to be likable, no, but. He's, but- awful he i actually have a note about that he i have many i know i my thing was he knows exactly what to say to iris to keep her Mm -hmm. strung along just a little bit more and just a little bit like he knows how to play her and oh it makes me so angry i'm just like oh my god (laughs) like you're a disgusting horrible human being like, right, the right. Worst. <laughs> and see, and I think in all honesty, um, he's one of the reasons why. I mean, I know, you know, most like rom coms, like they always have, you know, like the bad guy or whatever, you know, like the bad boy or whatever. Right. And I get that. But I don't know. There was just something about this guy that I really did not like and it really made me like I don't know. It really His kind of made me not. Is the equivalent of nails on a chalkboard. It really is. And it's like, like, God, you are such a douche. Like, you just, are the biggest. <laughs> you're awful. Like, he's like, I'm comes like... in all sweet. He knows exactly. He knows how to talk to her and make her feel good. Right. And then he just, like, drops bombs on her. And, like, yeah. And then she just feels really crappy about herself. And then he's like, right. but then he comes right back. Like, how am I going to get a hold of you if you're gone? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not. And especially, <laughs> like, right. 
Well, and it's like in the very beginning, you know, when they're at the office party and he's, you know, talking to her and being so sweet and so nice. And, you know, and then it just, uh, it broke my heart when he was like, oh, I got you a gift. And then she was like so quick to go pull out her gift. And he was like, oh, well, I actually don't have it. Like, right. He's so full of shit. He doesn't have anything. Right. He's so right. Or whatever then, gift he might have for her is probably something really self-serving that's really more for him. Well, yeah, and that's exactly what he said. He was like basically like, Oh, I bet you'll like you'll look hot in it or whatever. And she was like, Oh, cool, thanks. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, and then he drops the bomb on her with, you know, getting engaged and, and everything. And I just oh I was like that. I feel so... bad for Iris, but like at the same time, I I would be that friend who's talking to her like really friendly. Oh yes, like that would be me talking to her. Be like, what is wrong with you? Like, stop it. Like, <laughs> I gotta like. <laughs> do you have any? Like... She's like, do you have any idea how pathetic? She's like, I never right. knew how pathetic you were. Because really, I am so aware of it. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, well, she's not oblivious to like she's not, how she, she doesn't is. know how to cut herself loose, and I think that's what it. Comes right down to is she doesn't know how to cut herself loose even though she right. wants to she wants to be free of him but she just doesn't even yeah. know how, she doesn't even know how to, she doesn't know to how do that to. yeah no. yeah i will say though i love kate winslet she's one of my favorites um one of my favorite actresses i don't know there's something about her that i just i really really love and i think she's such i don't know to me she seems like such a genuine person um could be that she's british and i love british people (laughs) she's a very endearing kind of person yeah she's really endearing and you know what's funny is you talk about that because so kate winslet actually loved this role because for once she wasn't in a corset or a wig and she didn't have to have an American accent. She could just be a contemporary <laughs> English woman and kind of. Right. But less pathetic. And so. Like, right. <laughs> um, but she could finally be like a contemporary woman and she mm-hmm. could mostly be herself, you know. Right. And she right. really loved this role. She had a good time with it. Um, and it happened to Love also that. be one of Jude Law's first romantic comedies. He didn't really do oh. much before, so he doesn't really do right. a whole lot of them now. Like I was kind of looking. No, he and, really doesn't. Yeah, which is interesting. Um, most people would. I personally don't find the attractive appeal to Jude Law that a lot of people do. <laughs> but like, right, he. I can understand that he has that rom com look a little bit. Right. So I can guarantee. It's. I'm pretty sure like the attraction that comes from him is is the accent yeah um because there's times where I'm like oh, okay like he's he's not that bad looking and then there's other times where I'm like ew like I don't like you <laughs> but- <laughs> he put those glasses on I was like oh I see it <laughs> right <laughs> then there's that <laughs> I get it now uh- <laughs> Right. And I literally have a note with Jude Law in glasses. Uh, Yes, please. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That was literally my note. That was like the only one that I like commented on. Well, he, he, that was the only part of him that I commented on where I felt like he was attractive. I know. I get it. And it's, I know. I saw the same thing. I was like, oh, I can see that okay. now. Like, why didn't they keep those on him the whole time? <laughs> so. Right. Okay. So I don't know about you, but I kind of felt, and maybe again, maybe it was just because there's a lot of British actors in this movie. Um, but I kind of had a little bit of a feel of kind of like love, love actually. 
sorry if I can talk, that would be great. Um, (laughs) But I kind of felt a little bit of that mainly in the beginning part when they were um, kind of flipping from scene to scene to scene. And it's kind of like that in Love Actually when it's like they're talking about this set of characters and then this set of characters. And you kind of see later on in the movie how they all kind of intertwine and how they all kind of come together and so I don't know. That was just kind I of could see that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's two stories are being told, and right, you know, so it's got two beginnings basically, two endings, and then, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's I could see I could see where you get that from for sure. Yeah, but and I will put it out there that I'm not a huge fan of Cameron Diaz, so I think that's another reason why I don't really care for this movie is I don't really find her appealing as an actress and it's just I don't know I mean it she just doesn't have my style of acting I guess I feel Um, like this kind of film is actually kind of perfect for her mm -hmm. like this is probably Cameron Diaz at her best I I mean it's it's not a dig I I don't think it's a dig maybe it is but I don't think it's a dig I mean hell she gets paid more than I do so whatever but um so but like I feel like this is like where she can shine and I feel like she did pretty good with this one she had fun she did a lot of physical comedy um Mm -hmm. and like I think for me is I could relate more to the Amanda character than the Iris character Mm -hmm. like I'm definitely more of that like I'm not afraid of confrontation and not always but like (laughs) like when it comes to like relationships like i've had my fair share of confrontation where it's like Mm -hmm. you got to stand up for yourself you've got to do what's right for yourself and then at the same time like with that comes kind of being closed off and i've spent many Mm -hmm. years completely closed off to people not everybody but like relationship wise because right you know things had happened in my life and so i was like well then we're just shutting this down i'm just gonna shut it down and then i can move on and do what i need to do so I can definitely relate to that for sure. Mm-hmm. And I can mm-hmm. also relate to the whole idea of like escaping. <laughs> like, oh, right. Get oh the hell out of here. I'm getting the half out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think, yes, I, I agree that I do think she did a, a good job, like, in her role that she was given, like, with this movie and stuff. It's just, I don't know, too, I don't watch too many Cameron Diaz movies. and Shrek I, is probably her best work, to be honest. Right. I was going to say, I do love that. <laughs> I love and, Shrek. <laughs> yes. That one is a good one. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, again, as far as why I... I you know, didn't watch this movie often is, I don't know. There's just a few elements to it that just kind of, eh, like don't really do it for me. Kind of, I'm like, eh, it's okay. It's not my favorite. And I mean, it's not the worst thing that I've seen no. by any means. <laughs> um, I think, it, you know, I mean, in all in all, and even at the end of like my notes and everything that I have, I did say it, you know, it's not a terrible movie. It's a good movie. It's really cute in certain parts. Like it has its it's really good moments. Um, but I don't think it's one that I'm like, ooh, we need to watch this again. Right. <laughs> so I hear you. I don't know. That's I just get me. it. Yeah, no. And so. I think some of the better parts are the ones with mm-hmm. um 
Arthur Abbott, the older man. I loved him. I loved, I him. loved his character. I loved the friendship that they formed. Um, that friendship was so important to her finding herself again. And I, yes. I like, it was just like this perfect friendship. It could not have been a better friendship that she had created. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm so glad that they took hers that they took Iris's story and they made her have a friend rather than another love interest. Yes. Which I think was amazing because she was able to finally like see herself and find herself and find that gumption. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, when was the Um, last time she probably made a friend? She was so self wallowing, you know, and everything for three years that, you know, mm-hmm. she's talking about the worst birthdays. Well, she probably only spent right. them either alone or with her brother. You right. Know? And so you probably figure she hasn't really had a chance to make, a, to build a friendship, a healthy friendship that will help build her up and mm-hmm. um, show her what she's been missing. And exactly. Yeah. So the actor, Eli, he on set, he loved doing this movie. He had a great time. And he was actually a very energetic and spry man. And they had to remind him several times, you've got to play an old man. <laughs> so you got to walk forward. An old man. Like a walker. <laughs> right. And so but he used to tell people on set his stories of his time in Hollywood, including the time he danced and got to kiss Marilyn Monroe. Um, wow. He also had tales about like Lauren Bacall, Steve McQueen, Clint Eastwood, all of them. So he just... I think he just had so much fun doing his thing on this set and he just got to have a blast. That's amazing. Yeah. And see, and I, I think, okay, I mean, obviously he he wasn't, the actor wasn't his character, you mm-hmm. know, but I knew obviously he's he's an older man. And so obviously, yeah, he has been in Hollywood for a while, a right. long time. Um, and during the movie I was looking up you know on IMDB and looking at like the different cast members and you know I clicked on his and it was just it was amazing to see like what he's done and and like who he's worked with and I thought that was really amazing I really like um I or I guess I have like a a soft spot for like old Hollywood and you know I'm not a huge Hollywood person like by any means there's something very sparkly about old Hollywood yeah and I think that's like something that I loved that I did love about the movie is that they did kind of you know focus in on like the old Hollywood and his um like I guess what am I trying to say um that they brought that into that and that he did talk about you know a little bit of that and I thought that was really cool so it added a nice little like piece to everything that was going on and it really helped her to get out of her like wallowing and self-pity and like really kind of pick herself up and you know become this other person and and yeah so anyways I really like that and I really really like their friendship and I thought that was such a good um a good relationship that they had so yeah no and I love it too when she had him and all his friends over for dinner 
Oh and, my gosh. Uh, and Jack Black shows up. Did you join a temple while I was gone? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Yes. You know, so it's cute. interesting. And when I watched the special features, so I watched uh, the making of the film and then I watched the commentary with the director. And mm-hmm. she, they, one of the things they had talked about was how, um, how Iris brought life into amanda's house like amanda's house Mm -hmm. was almost very black and white there wasn't a lot of color and now iris shows up there's now flowers out you know on the tabletops you know there's Mm -hmm. people like more than just one person there's a dinner party you know even though it's like a low-key dinner party it's still like joy and friendship within this house Mm -hmm. it's not it's not a house and a workstation anymore because that's what it was that she had her own right you know working well, she had the cutting room and... that she added you know yeah and even that was like one of the main things with her ex-boyfriend was you know but at the same time I did like her her comment back to him of you know I work too much and it's a bad thing but you can work too much and it's fine yeah you know because I do feel not to get into the whole like you know like man versus woman type of thing but you know, at the same time, it's kind of like, yeah, like women who work too much, they do get, you know, painted in like a negative light. And it's like, oh, but it's totally fine for a man to go be, you know, driven and, and, you know, work all these extra hours and, and it's totally fine. And nobody bats an eye at right. that. <laughs> well, it's know? interesting because so. I mean, again, not to totally like drag out the soapbox here, but it was, uh, right. <laughs> it was, I'd seen an interview, a real quick clip interview of um jennifer gardner and she mm-hmm. had talked about how she always gets asked the question how do you balance work and life or like you know work and home like work and family mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. had talked to when she was married to ben affleck she says i had asked ben and he said he's never been asked that question not once she's all it's his right. family it's his kids she's all what difference is it why do i get the question how come he doesn't right and it's right and it's true i mean and you know, in that whole scene where she's breaking up with her boyfriend, what both mm-hmm. of them say to each other are true things. Like, right, they exactly. both say truthful things. Like, he's right when he says, oh, you can't emotionally connect, you destroy relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, and then she brought up the other thing about, oh, it's okay for you to work, but not for me to work, you know, and. Right. right. Um, so it was kind of interesting because it was like, they're both Right. Right. You know, like it's one of those right. not right. One, it's like they both have valid points. Right. It's not one of those where it's one's just, wrong, one's right. I mean, it's wrong that he cheated, obviously, but the things they obviously. say to each other are right. both correct things. Like, you know, yeah. she shuts herself down. And it's just Yeah. And they just at that point, one, it's they don't know how to work past that and they don't know how to work over that. And I think a part of them, and especially obviously after he admits that, yeah, you know, he slept with his receptionist or whatever, then it's like, all right, well, it's all over, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. but before that, it's, it seemed like she really didn't want to work to, to save that, you know, and he was kind of could go either way yeah. in a way where it's like, I don't think he really wanted to be with her either and even she said that you know she was like you know you like the idea of me but I don't know if you really want to be with me yeah for sure and like I yeah it was anyways anyways but yes (laughs) we Um, agree yes for sure um 
And then, of course, she goes online and finds the cottage. And I wanted to talk about the cottage because that cottage doesn't exist. <gasps> no way. No way. So they did. <laughs> I love that cottage. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> the walls around the cottage, the garden, the cottage, everything you see exterior is a set yeah. that was built in um, <laughs> in Sheer, England. I the town that I they feel shot so in. I know. I was like, what? So there's all the <laughs> interior shots were shot in Los Angeles, but the exterior ones. And oh even when you see, um, when you see Graham outside talking on the phone and it's snowing, that was in yeah. England. So that was all in England. But um, so it was, uh, it was created in a town they shot in Sheer, England, which is also in the uh, Surrey kind of area. The, mm -hmm. it was a prop that was made in one week. And that included the gardens and everything, and they had to make it all look like it had been sitting there for a couple hundred years. So the trees, <laughs> those were put in. Like, wow! I know. I was like, wait, what? So, <laughs> oh um, my god! So the I little loved town, that I know. Out. So the little town they shot in uh, it was a really cute little town. They didn't have to do much. They did have to add fake snow because it doesn't snow that much in England. Everyone in England would tell you it never snows, but it snows every year and they tell you that every year it never snows so <laughs> it's i think it a dusting of snow generally and the thing is it'll snow but it doesn't stick it's really what they're saying right so, okay um yeah. and so funny. yeah the little market that uh, amanda goes to and she's drinking inside the mm -hmm. market <laughs> right i love that part i so, will say that market was actually a candle shop they created to make it look like a market she said because the director said all the markets there look like a 7-eleven so she, oh my gosh <laughs> they wanted it to be like that cutesy old world look and, right but right. yeah i don't know if you noticed when she pays for the corkscrew the cork of the bottle she opened is uh, attached to that corkscrew oh i did not know that <laughs> or i didn't notice that that's so funny yeah and by the way when she drives that would okay so i've been to scotland <laughs> there's some skinny roads and when you're on the other side of the road it's super freaky 100 that would uh -huh. be me like have you ever like been on the freeway yep. and you have a semi truck on either side and you start squishing your body yep. in and you're like not that it does anything but like right you right yourself crunching <laughs> into it <laughs> you're like oh you're i'm like, not gonna fit <laughs> getting like smaller and smaller because you're like uh this is not gonna work no. and then, like but no when she's driving and she's like i'm Oh my god, yeah. that would 100% be me for sure. I'd be like, oh my god, yeah. oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, so I've never been anywhere outside of the US other than like to Mexico, but I've mainly stayed in the US. I haven't tra traveled like abroad or anywhere else. So, anyways, but I will say I had a similar kind of like driving experience as her when a couple years back we did um, a road trip from California and we made our way like kind of across the United States and um we were kind of traveling not really like during like the dead of winter but pretty close to like the end of winter and we had the trailer with us and we were making our way from um from your house actually oh. I think up to Wisconsin or I don't Something know like anyways that. it was one of those moments yeah we I had to go through Wisconsin at one point because that's where my husband's family lives too. And anyways, I found myself on the road with our truck and our trailer driving in snow. 
I'm from Southern California. <laughs> we don't have snow. We barely have rain. You guys get excited so, when you get a flare of frost on the ground. You're like, oh my God, it's like <laughs> snow. <laughs> Trust me, I was the same way. <laughs> so yeah, so driving with a truck and a trailer with some snow was super interesting and was 100% like my reaction, the way that she was reacting. Because driving by those semis and I'm like, how are they going 75? <laughs> like, why are they going so fast? And yeah, and then I also didn't realize that in California, it is only really a California thing for semis to go 55. Everywhere else, they don't have to drive 55 no. on the freeway. And, yeah, and a lot it's of just in middle America, <laughs> they go, you'll get passed by a semi routinely. They get, they're going 77 yeah. miles an hour. And we're talking like, I saw, uh, like Minnesota or not Minnesota. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Montana, Wyoming, Nebraska, Kansas. They're flat, like no man's land. Yeah, right. But yes, because yeah. the closer you get to cities, the they'll change to that right. drive. Like the it closer will. you get to cities, but once you're in the middle of freaking nowhere or Texas, you kidding me? Right. They have to. They'll never get anywhere. <laughs> so I know. Oh my god, really it's like wild. Is there's some states I know Nevada's one of them. I don't remember all of them, but I know mm-hmm. Nevada for sure is the trucks can have three trailers. Oh my have God. Have you ever seen those? <laughs> Where they've got I three have. of them. You're like, that's a choo-choo train on this road. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like, pretty sure you belong on the rails, right? not on the road. Anyways, I know we're like on a totally different. Right. Sorry. Right. I know a little. <laughs> okay. Topic. Sorry. But anyways, I wanted to say, yes, I've had like her same reaction to the way that, you know, she was driving, but I can't imagine being on the opposite side yeah thankfully in france and the only the place where we drove like when i was with my husband is they drive on their same as america right side oh, and everything okay. so mm-hmm. the only place i've been well scotland what's on the left side and then um jamaica because they're british Ooh, ruled mm-hmm. so that was which was funny because sense. my mom was with me in that one and she's like, I've never been on the left side of the road before. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's an experience. <laughs> Everything looks like it's coming towards you. <laughs> right. It's okay to feel a little panicked for like the first like 10 minutes. Easy. Oh yeah. Like you feel like everything is coming directly at you, like head on collision style. And you're like, oh my God, it's oh not good. That's terrifying. <laughs> um, uh, so oh, anyways, man. but yes, and I like how you see, like you see Amanda freaking out on the road. Right. And then Iris is driving her mm-hmm. car as if she's been doing this forever. Right. It's like, where'd she get the confidence? <laughs> Maybe she drove around the block a few times. Maybe that's what it was. Right. Like, I'll just circle the block. I'll get used to this. It's all good. Quite possibly. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. So also I love um sorry. No, you're fine. But I love when they talk about the Santa Ana winds. Um, because again, I'm <clears throat> from Southern California, so we feel that and in all honesty, like I was telling my husband, when we were watching this. I said, you know, I love when the Santa Ana winds blow and you just get that pa- normally. <clears throat> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Normally I'm, I don't like wind. I, it kind of bugs it's me. It's awful. I hate the wind. Uh, 
But when those Santa Ana winds hit, oh my God, it is, it is something kind of magical because it's, it's a wind of like warm air and it's so weird and it's not like a constant. It's not like the, the air around you isn't warm, like constantly, but it's just when those winds hit you, it is so warm and it's so nice. And I don't know, there's just something totally different when those winds are going and I love it. And it is one of my favorite things about living here. Um, I don't have many, but that is one of them. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I I love when they talk about it and just mainly because I know what it feels like. I do too. And so I decided, I was like, well, I'm going to look up like more history on Santa Ana winds because Jack Black saying, mm-hmm. oh, legend has it like anything could happen, etc." Which I didn't find anything on that. However, I did find the first mention of the Santa Ana right. winds was in the Los Angeles newspaper in 1882. And then in 1893, oh, wow. there was a controversy that came out about the name because it is close to the name. I, my Spanish is terrible. I speak French, not Spanish. Uh, <laughs> Satanas, Satanas, there's an accented A, and I'm not sure how to say it, meaning Satan, but nothing was founded about that. Um, Santa Ana winds are also warm, so they're warm winds that blow through the valley, uh, in case anyone was wondering. And it, it's right. just like Serena described, you can have like still air and it'll be cool, and then you'll feel a breeze and it'll warm up. And it's just, it's a really bizarre feeling because yes. usually when you associate wind, you associate with cold. Um, so, but mm-hmm. kind of a, kind of to bring it down because you brought it so high um so they are partially responsible for the majority of the deadliest fires in california so they are one that do cause a lot of dark side the dark side it's the satan side so yeah right (laughs) so they're not wrong no and uh santana or santa Ana wins they say that like the word derives from uh, santa Ana or santana sorry santa Santana. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, there's different, different like kind of things, but that was just a quick few things I looked up that I thought were kind of interesting about it because I wanted to know yeah. too. So I was I mean, curious. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, they do fuel some of the when we got our fires going because you know we have a fire season. So yeah. Um. But yeah, but when it's not fire season and we have no fires going, they are a beautiful thing. (laughs) So (laughs) anyways, I just like how they included that in that part of the movie because it does feel almost a little magical and a little like anything could happen type of thing. It does. So so the, oh, there's a couple of things I want to talk about here. And as, Mm -hmm. so it was the, uh, you know how Amanda, she does the movie trailer marketing Oh, right, right, right. That fake movie they did. So, like, kind of Lindsay Lohan and James Franco Franco. did it as, like, a kind of a favor. Like, it took them a day to film all those little scenes so they can piece it together. (laughs) And, like, that whole thing was actually directed by uh, Nancy Meyers' ex-husband. So he, because she was like, I was so busy with post-production. She's like, I just, I couldn't, like, or, like, with everything, like, I couldn't take the time to do it. So he did it and it mm-hmm. took him a day. Um, and then the voice that you hear, like the preview voice, is Hal Douglas. He uh, he actually passed away in 2014 at the age of 90, but he was the one who does all the movie trailer voices up, obviously up till his death. So he was like oh, wow. the guy. Like that is 
the guy and he basically coined the term in a world because of his well, so many of his trailers started with that like, and i know you're thinking what i'm thinking which is the comedian <laughs> pablo francisco yes. <laughs> any of you if i can find one a good one and and add it to oh the show gosh. notes i will do it because it's worth the watch um it's totally worth it and he is almost like spot on for this guy's it's voice so it's ridiculous. so good so i will see what i can find i'll look around i'll poke around on youtube a little bit and see if i can add anything into the show notes um so, yeah, but anyways yeah so but that's he actually, cool that they actually had him yeah and he did all of it like the whole every time you hear the movie trailer voice that's mm-hmm. him so he did like when amanda was like in her brain and she's like uh-huh. he overhears him in her head like yeah he did all that right thing so um i thought that was kind of a funny touch i thought that was kind of a cute touch because it just shows that you know she really is like in her work all the time and you know it just kind of adds to that yeah um but i thought that was funny so and then i wanted to give you i have a couple crazy facts here like like crazy facts so I think here's one that's like probably I was like wait what (laughs) so you know how when Iris goes and helps um Arthur and she takes him into the house and she's Mm -hmm. looking around and she sees all his awards like his his uh academies anyways the last one you see by the window is an Oscar now here's the thing here's the crazy fact you Mm -hmm. are not allowed to show a real oscar in a movie so that is a replicated oscar and so the director she said they had actually done two they had done one where they filmed like a real oscar and one where they had like a dummy oscar and it was just before like it was days before like they were basically done with the movie the oscar federation Uh somehow i I don't know how i I guess you turn things in somewhere i don't know oscar federation got a hold of her and said you cannot show the real oscar and so she had to switch the footage. Um, fake that one. Is so and odd. the director, she's like, I have no idea why. None of the other awards have this rule. If for some reason it's an Oscar rule and nobody knows why. That is so odd. I don't understand. Because, I mean, they show it on TV yeah. when they... Holding them up. When they get that. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, how was that any different no than being idea. in a movie? I'm pretty sure they're not like carrying the oscar around the whole well, movie here's the thing, like, <laughs> what difference does it make if it's a replica or not because you can have directors who take a replica from their own oscar so right. like a replica would look the same right. how would you even know like what what right like how that is so i know odd. so, so weird. weird such a weird Freaking rule. weird hollywood rules so um <laughs> then i want to talk about the blockbuster thing I loved yes. this whole scene. I thought it was so cute. Like he's like, so Jack yep. Black and Myers had gotten together prior to doing filming this scene. And so she made sure he mm-hmm. watched all the movies so he would know all the scores. So they already had preset movies aside. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was randomly picking from Blockbuster. <laughs> right. This is important to remember. Okay. So they filmed an mm-hmm. actual Blockbuster in Los Angeles. Across the street from this Blockbuster <gasps> was a restaurant. In uh-huh. the restaurant was um, uh, Dustin Hoffman. So Dustin Hoffman uh-huh. saw that they were filming over there, and he came over and saw it was Nancy uh-huh. Myers, knows Nancy Myers, and he's sitting back there with her, like right. watching the screens and stuff. And they had done several right. um, 
op, you know, like they had recorded the scene over and over. And she's like, it suddenly occurred to her. She's got Dustin Hoffman sitting next to her and they're doing the graduate. And so she would start, as you don't know, Dustin Hoffman start, start in the graduate. So she turns right. to him and goes, do you want to be in the scene? And he's like, sure, why not? So he is there in his street clothes he walked in on, no makeup, nothing. Like he's straight right, up just right. like basically walked on set. And so he totally improvised his line. He's like, I can't go anywhere. Like, <laughs> that is hilarious. I love yeah, it. I was like, oh my God, it's so cool. I, I love it because I was watching that and I forgot. I mean, I forgot about a lot of things in this movie because again, I've only seen it one time. But I forgot about that part. And I thought it was really funny how they did like a quick like scan over to him. He says his line and like, that's it. Like, that is all you see. There's no other interaction with him (laughs) or anything. And I was like, that is amazing. Also, Driving Miss Daisy was was, uh, composed by Hans Zimmer. So that was another one that they kind of did the homage to Hans Zimmer. And then, of course, John Williams did Jaws. Um, and so anyways, and I want to talk about Blockbuster really quick because this was in 2006. Mm -hmm. There were still Blockbusters. So Blockbusters opened their doors in 1985 and they filed for bankruptcy in 2010 when they were bought out by Dish Network. Um, so then all of Blockbusters, save for one in Bend, Oregon, were closed in 2014. So that is, that is the end of Blockbuster. Um, and I believe the one in Bend, Oregon is the only one left. Yeah, that's so, true. Uh, I've looked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, are there any more left? And which makes me so sad. I do miss. I loved that scene where they were inside the blockbuster, and I love that. I, I thought it was so fun. Um, and I love how he's just going through and doing all the different like uh, composers. And he's like, Is this and embarrassing? She's like, no, it's fine. No. <laughs> and you know, like, wait, am I too loud? That you know he that cheated on him yeah. she would not have appreciated this game at all like she would have been like what yeah. are you doing like shut up and like like you're right like, even in the car when he's like oh, oh listen to this spot you know listen to this thing and she's like on the phone not even paying attention right she's like oh yeah okay um but yeah i love that part i love that whole scene i thought it was really good i thought i i will say i do like how they gave how they have iris um i mean because obviously it's a rom-com so you know that cameron diaz and and jude law's character are supposed to be together and you know that like the idea is to have you know kate winslet and jack black and their characters like be together um and i love how they kind of gave her this goofy you know really just silly kind of guy who is really nice and really genuine. Um, and I thought that was really adorable. And I think it's well, really she, cute. She so, finally was able to make a friend first and a lover second, basically out of a, right. as opposed to right. Cameron Diaz, where it was all like passion first. And then it was right. like, oh, wait, I caught feelings. Out he's a dad. <laughs> yeah. And I right. talk about that too. I really want to talk about the fact that we find out that he's a dad and a, and like, it's jarring when he's, when she asks, are you, you know, D-I-V-O-R-C-E-D? And he's like, no, W-I-D-O-W-I-R. And you're like, oh my God. You're like, she's like, oh, you're like, all of a sudden it's just like, you can feel the floor drop out, like, as she does, you know? Yes. 
And I, yeah. but I love that whole scene where she's over at the house and she just kind of jumps on in and she's like, well, I'm here now. I don't want to like disappoint these really adorable little girls. Right. And, like, <laughs> and, but like she was able to find that glimpse of family that she'd been mm-hmm. missing since her parents divorced, you know? Right. And she finally was like, right. Oh my God. Like a real family. Like I haven't been part of a family since I was 15. Like, you know, right. and it was this, you know, yeah. It's, it's a lot I do. There, I say, yeah. I, right. I will say I do love the tent it's scene so with cute. them. It's the cutest thing in the world. And those little girls were so, so freaking she's adorable. She's like, you don't oh like god. tents? You're like, oh my god. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not much you? of a kid person. I take my kids on a I take kids on a very case by case basis. And um <laughs> but even right. I would have my cold dead heart would have melted. I'd been like, oh no. <laughs> like, well, now you right? have to go in Otherwise the tent. Otherwise, you're a monster. <laughs> right. I thought that was. I thought that was really well done. I will say that was really cute. I liked how, especially throughout, like the scenes, you see that you know he gets a phone call from you know, and the girl's name yeah, pops Sophie. up, and it's it's Sophie. And and then, you know, and then Olivia. And so in her mind, she's thinking, oh, it's these other women. And I mean, honestly, if you're watching it for the first time, you're probably thinking the same right. thing too, you know, and which isn't, you know, I mean, I wasn't, I forgot that he had kids in this movie. So <laughs> um, again, <laughs> I just, I forgot. I basically was watching this movie for my first time. <laughs> so if I'm being completely honest. Um I mean, I, I'm not. I wasn't. I've seen it this before. But so anyways, long. I don't even um, know the last time you probably watched this movie. Years, I would assume. I I really don't even remember. Um, but yeah, so I thought it was really cute that you know they threw in these kids because honestly, I didn't see that coming. Right. <laughs> like a part um, of you wants to be mad at him for not saying anything about him. But at the same time, like, you get right. it. Like, this woman is on holiday. He knows her end date. Like, he knows the end date. This right. is not something where you're like, oh, let me bring up my children, even though you're going to be gone in a few days. Like, I, I totally right. get exactly. it. Like, I do. And so, yeah. but, yeah, it is one of those things that it was very surprising, but it was done really well. And then I also love how he but tells I feel like he cries at everything. And he legit does. <laughs> like you see him. Really? <laughs> He's like, I'm a major weeper. <laughs> She's like, yeah, right. But I do like how they kind of made everything mesh well with her and the kids. And they didn't make it awkward or weird. And they thought that they brought it in like really good. And it made, it didn't seem forced. It didn't seem like, oh, well, she didn't want to be there, you know? And I like how they made her like want to want to be there so right i mean you see her when she first shows up she's obviously surprised right when she sees the kid <laughs> oh know, yeah like shocked it's all get out but then she's kind of like i guess we're doing this right and, you know kind of comes in and you know it's that awkwardness at first but then you know the kids don't really notice it right kids <laughs> and then and I like, they ignore it i like so she's like yep i'm coming in <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> and I like when she walks in with her bag and it has like the cheese and the crackers and the wine and they're like, is this for us? <laughs> She's like, yes, everything yeah, but wine. <laughs> Right. (laughs) And, uh, you know, she's dressed all glamorous and everything. Oh, my God. I will say her wardrobe was amazing. I loved her. I know. Especially that dress. It was so pretty. Very cute. Yeah. But, yeah, no. And I, that was a great, it was a whole great scene. And I also loved the the three-way phone call. (gasps) Yes. Disaster. (laughs) <laughs> that was so good. Still me. <laughs> I love it. It was really good. It was awesome. Yes. Um, and then his whole little like "I love you" speech. I thought that was adorable. I thought that was really cute. Um, I will say though, I find it kind of awkward and weird because that is his sister's house. And they have now had like sex in it multiple times. And I just don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sure they changed the sheets. sheets. <laughs> but still, it's your sister's house. It's your sister's bed. Like that, that is true. I don't, I don't have sisters, but I've got brothers and that would be awkward. <laughs> right? <laughs> just a little. Like, I don't like, know. Spare room, sure. Like, right. um, like maybe a spare room, but I don't think her cottage so had a spare room, so pretty sure. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just thought, I, I noticed that and I was like, ooh. I totally didn't even think about that. Ooh, that's awkward. Anyway. Yeah, I like his little speech too, and he's because I think he was taken by surprise just as much as her. Oh, Anyhow, sure. like he was just like, "This is not at all what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not like I don't even know how this is gonna work. Like, right. I don't like I can't just give up though. I've already lost one life, you know, one love. And yeah, definitely. I don't want to take the chance and risk losing another. And I think that's kind of where he's at. It's like he lost one, right? You know, he doesn't. Want and to- I'd like to. I always like to think like at the end, both her and Miles moved out there because I mean, movies are made anywhere. In England. Yeah. yeah. It's not like neither one of them couldn't get a job out there. Like right. it'd be easy enough. They could do it. And, First. and you know, and it could be that maybe at that point, Amanda's kind of like, I need to get out of the rat race I've been in, mm-hmm. you know, like I've been doing the same thing, you know, dating the same type of guy, right? And, you know, and maybe that change is probably beneficial so i always like to imagine that like at the end like she she, she and miles decide it's to, maybe maybe this is where we belong, where belong. And, yeah definitely yeah. i love that and then and i love how he just he's like i'll go to england with you we could spend new years together <laughs> i love that that was adorable that was really cute um and i like how he i mean obviously again it I would be surprised if he didn't, but I was really glad that he made it on time with Arthur's music as they were going, as he was going yeah. up to do his speech and, and all that good stuff. And I love how that was like their first moment that they connected Iris and Miles where they connected mm-hmm. and they really, you know, kind of took their friendship to that next level of like, all right, like, we're going to do this, you know? And I thought that was really cute. And yeah. And I like how she finally stood up to, to what's his face. Uh, Oh, Jasper. Jasper, The worst. Like, who does that? 
crashes her ho- her holiday. Right? Like, he just shows up. Like, what a douche. Right? Like, what are you doing? Like, you- like, you're not together. What are you do? You're exactly. you're engaged to somebody else. Like, she's not there. You should have already gone. And you're gone. Like, couldn't even give her a freaking straight answer after she asked him, you know, and he, and then finally, you know, he gave her the answer and she, I love how in that moment she just realized she was like, you know what? Like, why? Like, why do I keep doing this? Why am I so like infatuated with you when you clearly like, don't give a damn about me, you know, like you don't care. Right. Well, and then she's seen now since she's been there, she's seen two examples of men who treat women correctly. Like you've right. got, you know, Arthur Abbott, who's talking about his late wife. Right. And then she hears uh Miles, Jack Black's character, talk about goes, Oh no, I'm a I'm a one woman kind of guy, you know, and right. just and how he's nice and he's courteous. Like mm-hmm. he's never been inappropriate with her. He's right. any of that he doesn't try and make her feel any particular way mm-hmm. and just kind of lets her be and and you have this guy who shows up and he's like, I wish you could just like understand how confused I am. <gasps> what? He did that. You part. like <laughs> shut up. Like, go away. Like, I wish you want me to understand. No, go away. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Like, go back to your fiance. Still? Right. Right. And then go I go bother her. Right. She's dumb enough to marry you. Go bother her. Yeah. And then, you know, his whole, like, oh, I need you and blah, 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 you know, and she buys into it and, you know, and it's like, no, like, don't do that anymore. <laughs> and, I know. And, and even, you know, like, even she, she's when I think it's right before he shows up and, you know, she's sitting on the couch with Miles and, you know, and he's like, oh, well, what is that? And she has, you know, his a couple chapters to his book or whatever and you know she's like well you know he needs me and right like and and you know she doesn't buy it either but it's like she doesn't know how to stop you know she doesn't know how to cut him loose no and you know it's interesting because like miles you know she's talking to him that whole thing after he found out his girl cheated on him and everything and then she's like i totally understand how you feel right like i get it and then um, and then she says her whole speech and he's like, fuck, you need this more than I do. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's such a great moment because like she's able to actually talk to somebody about this and mm-hmm. be frank with them. And it's not, you know, and I don't know that she's ever said those words before to someone. Like she right. has that one friend who was like, what is wrong with you? Right, right. But, I don't know that she's ever really discussed her feelings, you know, and I'm sure like she's kept them bottled up since her brother to her brother, right. he lost his wife. What's she going to do? Yeah. Like, is that the person you want to talk to about this problem? Probably not. Like Probably he's not. like, he could just turn around and be like, well, my wife's dead. So what do you, <laughs> right. like, Sorry. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> like, so, so, you know, and I think her being able to talk to Miles about it and then he's, you know, and he's a little more frank with her, but then he understands her too because he just got cheated on. And right, so he understands that, and you know, and I like how you know afterwards, yeah, after he like came through the drink, and he's like, "All right, come on, now we're gonna go make food. <laughs> we're yeah, gonna, go we're gonna be food. young and alive. We're gonna celebrate being young and alive." And like he's like, "That's it. We're not gonna wallow anymore. We're done wallowing." Yeah. And uh, so I do like that, and he is the right person for her. He's mm-hmm. just got that can-do attitude that upbeatness about him he's right. not 
you know yeah he's not one of the he's not a manipulative person no he's just I'm is not who he is yeah no. and uh he's very charming i would right. say but like in a good way not like charming in a creepy way right it, where it's like a genuine charm where he's really trying to just get to know her and you know and and be her friend not even trying to be a boyfriend or a lover or whatever you know he's just trying he's just somebody who's there for her yeah like he's that. he's there to make he's yeah you're right you you said it he just he's there to be a friend to her yeah. and then obviously grew to more but right i will say so as we're getting kind of closer to like the end of the movie um yeah i personally would have loved this movie maybe a little bit more if they had just made the movie with iris arthur and miles i feel like that could have been a good like standalone movie on its own um because i don't know i don't really care for i mean um gosh what's his name jude law yeah but what's his character's name graham uh graham yeah so Graham and Amanda, they're cute. They have their moments. Um, and, you know, obviously she has like her character breakthrough and all of that when she can finally, you know, cry again. Because um, that was a big thing with her not right. being able to cry since she was 15. But she just has chest spasms instead. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they were like, um, those are feelings. Just kidding. I know. Well, it's not like that. But like, you look at it, you're like, your body is literally telling you something. Like, would you just listen to it right. for a second? <laughs> <Screw it. laughs> um, also, hold on. Before you go on, I just have to say one thing really, really quick. Yeah. I love when she runs back to the cottage. She has to stop to take a breath. <laughs> yes. I love also- that. She's not like straight up all the way like all of a sudden she's this athlete she's like oh god i gotta take a breath <laughs> right. also i find it weird how all of a sudden when she first got there the car wouldn't go all the way through but then when she's leaving the car's there I had and, the freaking thought, and i'm wondering if he just did it to her on purpose right. <laughs> i was thinking that too <laughs> But it's like, hey, why is there a car in front of her house? I know. I thought the same thing. Or, or maybe, I don't know. Anyway, I have no idea. I thought that if was, it was funny. Driver, if it was a different driver, I'd be like, oh, he's just a, he's just a dill hole. But right. it's the same driver. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know. I um, too. But anyway, so, I mean, I liked, you know, Arthur, or Arthur, sorry. I liked Graham's and Amanda's, like, little story, too. It was cute. But I don't know. I really feel like. I could have, and I don't know, maybe it has something to do with the fact that I just, I'm not a huge fan of, of Jude Law or, or Cameron Diaz, but I feel like a movie of like Iris's and Arthur's like friendship could have like kind of grown a little bit more. I thought that would have been really cute. And then just having Miles there too. I think that could have been a cute, like, standalone movie, like, on its own. That's just I could my- see that. But for me, the movie would have to be shorter. I feel like you couldn't oh, add yeah. much more <laughs> than maybe, like, a half hour of content before it would feel like. Because oh, yeah. it is a little bit of a slower story. Like, yeah. It, it I- is kind of a, it's a, I don't want to use the word slow burn, because it's not even a slow burn. It's just more like, it's just 
it's a slower story and that's okay because it's friendship building it's not passion building and so but because it is a slower friendship build Mm -hmm. it would feel too slow if you made it like any longer than extra half an hour because i would assume because oh, this yeah. movie is what more than two like about roughly two hours uh, so you no, figure an hour like, of content two and a half hours <laughs> is it two and a half okay yeah. <laughs> so i would say two and a half hour movie so you're looking at roughly an hour and 15 minutes per story mm-hmm. and i feel like if the story was any more than maybe like an hour and a half maybe an hour and 45 minutes it would be right would feel yeah long. and i'm not yeah. looking yeah i wasn't like i, I, was I, I get what you're saying panic. for sure <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I, I totally understand what you're saying, and I get it. So, but it is kind of like, anyways, yeah, but yeah. I hear but, it. It uh, is. It's a very cute story, and they they do have this really great. And I yeah. feel like I don't know. I feel like they had better. I feel like Kate Winslet and Jack Black had a better chemistry than Jude Law and Cameron Diaz. I felt like theirs was very kind of like okay, well, we have to play these characters, and they have to be like physical, like physically driven you know in a way Mm -hmm. because that's how they start their you know relationship or whatever um and I don't know I felt like just Jack Black and Cameron Diaz just had a very or sorry Kate Winslet had a very um like smooth and just a really good overall um chemistry so well you see it I think a lot when um they're out to lunch together at the sushi place. And he does the accidental boob graze. <laughs> yeah. I like how like he like totally calls it out. Like, he, cause it happens like, right. It's not boobs. It, ha- it happens, but it nobody happens. says anything unless it's like your partner or spouse or whatever. And then right, they'll right. say something. But like, if it's just like a random friend, like it's, it happens guys. <laughs> like, yeah. But like nobody verbalizes anything. And I like how he's just like, Oh, Accidental boob grace. <laughs> and he like announces it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like she laughs and giggles and she has a good time with them. And oh right. yeah, you can. You can definitely see that see that. And then she just lights up and you can tell the difference of her mm-hmm. at the um at the ceremony. Yes. For definitely. Arthur, because it's all that weight is gone. And so she just glows because everyone's like, Oh, you look amazing, you look stunning. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. she's she just lost 150 pounds of dill hole. Like, right? She's, like, <laughs> she's looking good. She's looking great. <laughs> she yeah. feels great physically, emotionally. Like, she's she's doing good. And so, um, but anyways, but yeah, they just like it's even like when Jack Black sees her, he just pauses, looks at her, and he goes, "You look amazing! Like you look great." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Thank you," you know. And she can, right. she feels it. This for the first time, she feels great as well as looks great. Yep, uh, I agree. But yeah, I love so. that. Anyways, I guess I just love their characters a little bit more, and I guess to me they were a little bit more likable. And I don't know. I felt like maybe Cameron Diaz and Jude Law like's characters were a little too predictable in a way um I mean obviously not with the kid thing because right I see that coming but I guess you in know a way what's funny there. is like a part of so I'm always torn I every mm-hmm. time I watch this movie I'm always torn on whether <laughs> I wish uh Cameron Diaz character Amanda had told him that she loves him back or not like a right. part of me wishes she does but then a part of me realizes that it wouldn't be true to her character right 
But like when she runs back to the cottage, like she's a shower, not a verbalizer. Mm-hmm. So like her running back and saying she's going to stay at least through the new year, that's right. kind of her way of showing she loves him as opposed mm-hmm. to verbalizing it. And I think she's, but like, there's always a part of me that's like, oh, I wish she had said the words. And I don't know why I need the words. I Maybe it's me. Maybe it's my love language. Maybe you I need, need the words. words. <laughs> maybe it's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like he can say the words to her, but he's also more like emotionally available than she is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Cause so, when she comes back, he's, you know, coming out of the, the back room and he's crying. Sobbing. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, um, but yeah I think I don't know and so maybe for me I always feel like their story is marginally incomplete even though it's not you know what it is it's no, another I one totally of those stories where I want the epilogue I want the epilogue that's what I want <laughs> I want the flash forward of five years or something yes you know? <laughs> I want the epilogue <laughs> it's not a book so they can't do that it's just kind of <laughs> whatever <laughs> but no I totally get it because yeah especially because they do end it on like New Year's Eve or well New Year's Day I think New Year's yeah yeah Yeah, like right that night at the end you hear Kate Winslet say Happy New Year everyone right right which is why Uh, we did this movie at this time in case anyone was wondering yeah exactly perfect timing yes (laughs) um but yeah I do I do agree with you on that because I that kind of did bug me too where I'm like well she never says it back and you know but then I guess you know when she's in the car as she's driving away you know she starts her like chest you know spasms and then she's (laughs) like well maybe I should just cry (laughs) I don't (laughs) know she tries to cry like she tries to cry earlier so I think it's more of like like it's fine she's finally like managed to open up enough that yeah. you know she's thinking about her life when she goes back and she's thinking about the fact that she's about to leave and go right. fly 5,000 miles or 6,000 miles away right and it's going to be really hard to see him but that's not what she wants like what's she going back to mm-hmm. you know what is she, what's yeah. she going back to she's going back to a 8,000 square foot house that's dead empty right yeah you but know? yeah no I do agree I think they should have maybe did like a little flash forward type of thing because yeah there are some uh, unanswered questions here so right maybe I should write to Nancy Myers <laughs> it Tell was very open-ended <laughs> even if you got a bullshit it just tell me why are you minds want to know <laughs> do they make it do they not make it did they move there because yeah like you said earlier that would make more sense that um miles and amanda would move to england because that would make you know better sense because it would make better sense and it just because again it's not like movies are made everywhere but i mean movies in england are just as prominent and they make you know can easily make just as much money so it's not like i mean hello all the harry potter game of thrones all of that (laughs) like (laughs) right i mean you could do it virtually anywhere (laughs) i think i thought about virtually too but that was 2006 so i don't know how virtual everything would be but you know oh yeah theory as time goes on that's something you could work from overseas and still be able to produce and give to people back in hollywood too so yeah, definitely. Anyways, I would like to think that everybody was happy in England and they had the cow and the cute little right. cottage that really oh, exists. I love the cow. 
I know he never saw the cow, but I love how he, he never throws saw the it. Cow. He I know he's a cow. Like, cow. In my backyard. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to see this cow. Show me this cow. <laughs> but yeah. So overall, all in all, it wasn't as terrible as I thought it was, you know, from what I last remember it as. Probably but... will never be a favorite, but at least it no. wasn't as bad as you remember. It's so. not a favorite, but it did have its comedic moments. It did have its dramatic and, you know, like, oh, like that was really cute or that was really sweet, um, like moments and stuff. So it's okay. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I enjoy the film. It's not a favorite for me either, but I enjoy the heck out of it. So it's it's yeah. an enjoyable film for me. And uh, so. And I do and think next- it was a good movie yep. to watch, um, given that, you know, we're so close to the new year. So yes. good job on that one. Cause I, I do what I can. <laughs> I completely, like I said, I completely forgot what this movie was about other than that they switched houses and went on a holiday. So, right. <laughs> um, you know, also- and I suppose we could have watched the movie new year or something. Isn't there a movie called new year? It was like Taylor Swift is in it or something. I think so. I can't remember. I, don't remember. I feel like maybe I saw, or, is, or am I thinking Valentine's Day? There's one called Valentine's Day. I think you're thinking Valentine's Day. That's right. And she gets the giant I, stuffed bear. Yeah. Pretty sure yeah. that's Valentine's Day. Okay. And then, <laughs> but there is one called New Year's. Pretty sure I, there is. Yeah. Or, and I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think I saw that one. So, I don't clearly. think so either, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, let us know if you think what you think their ending was or if it ended where it ended and if that was fine then that's fine but do you think everybody ended up together and happy let us know come let on know. hopeless romantics yeah come on. <laughs> like this one was ended so i kind of want to ending know. for us yeah give, us give it to us <laughs> Uh, and then of course you can always and you can let us know on our facebook or our instagram we've got the facebook page up and then the instagram is oi with the coffee already yep and you can also hit us up on the gmail at the caffeinated besties at gmail.com and send us a little note that way as well for sure we need email guys nobody emails us it's sad it's like only getting bills in your inbox uh, <laughs> and then next week we are starting our first part of gilmore girls i'm so excited yes. i can't hurt. oh my god i'm like freaking out inside I'm so, so excited. excited and it's our first TV, like our first tv series because we've only yes. done movies so far which has been totally fine it's been a great time it's been fun but we are so excited to dive I'm into so- this gilmore and girl our part one will be rory and high school years and then part yes. two will be the college years so uh, yeah make sure you're tuned in for that one because it's going to be awesome because it is going to be a two-parter yeah clearly yeah. it's a very favorite from us because if anybody's a Gilmore Girls fan they understand <laughs> probably where they got we got the name for our podcast so yeah <laughs> so, um anyways be excited because we're excited and yeah I'm just I'm so excited yeah. so, and we've got a lot coming up in January we'll be posting up um, our upcoming menu for January, where we've got our Gilmore Girls part one and two, followed mm-hmm. by Ten Things I Hate About You, and then yeah. what are we doing after that? We're doing I think it's Clueless. Clueless, yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, so we're doing Clueless for that. I'm so excited, so excited. I, uh, 
I'm jazzed. July or January. January is going to be amazing. <laughs> yes, it really is. It's uh, we are yeah so excited because one, it's our first TV series, and two, and then we have you know two amazing '90s movies that yeah, they are I both '90s barely. Love. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I love them. I love it. I love it. They're I love probably, it. So probably so some of my top two favorite like '90s rom coms. Yes. One thing I hate about you for sure. I do love Clueless. Mm -hmm. um, But there's uh, 10 things I hate about you holds a special place in my heart. I love it. Uh, Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with uh, Heath Ledger. For sure. I'm pretty sure I can quote the movie from beginning to end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty so sure I can quote Gilmore Girls from beginning to end too, but we oh my God. yeah, definitely. <laughs> so anyway, stay tuned guys. We're so excited. We have so this next, this year we've got coming up, uh, we've got it all planned out. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Um, yep. each month there's going to be kind of like a slight theme as you can kind of tell from when we did the holiday stuff. We're not ending just with holiday stuff. So we're, no. it's going to be all themed kind of months i think our yes. only month that's really not a theme is july it's kind of a hot mess it is but i kind of love it so yeah it's our hot mess maybe we should just call it like i don't know hot no mess we do i think we did it i know this is gonna sound really weird and people are not gonna understand but pretty sure i think all those movies have a will have will smith in most Almost of them all. i think there's there's like there's three there's it's because there's five weeks in july and there's three right. out of the five have will smith in yes it. and yeah. then there's two and randos in there that don't make yeah. sense so anyway it's okay it's we're gonna roll with it we're gonna yeah. go with it it's it may change we don't know <laughs> just kidding <laughs> anyway up in here. <laughs> so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will catch you on the next one and you know what guys Happy New Year. May 2021 <gasps> yes. brings, uh, I don't know, better problems than this last year. I'm not All sure. All the shit that 2020 <laughs> did not bring. Just right. Make it a good shit. <laughs> let's, let's make this one a good year. We'll uh, we'll just, we'll pretend 2020 was, it, it did its own thing. It's fine. Whatever. It's a year cool. we do not speak of. Just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> happy New Year, everybody. We hope your New Year is you know what? We hope it's it's full of promise and joy and uh, good things. Love. Yes. Love. <laughs> That's so yeah. random. Love. I... It's okay. It's like <laughs> audio thing that he's listening to. That <laughs> <laughs> is so true. <laughs> okay, friends. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening and enjoy. All right. Bye. Bye.